Christmas with the Chosen Holy Night is finally in theaters. It runs from December 12th to the 17th as of this moment. The Chosen has blended The Messengers and The Shepherd, the short film that started The Chosen, into one cohesive story, and they've added two new monologues and an incredible music performance all for you in theaters. But are you still on the fence on whether or not you should go all the way out to your local theater to see it or not? Then this video is for you because I'm going to tell you whether or not it's actually worth it to go see Christmas with the Chosen Holy Night in theaters. But if you've already seen Christmas with the Chosen Holy Night, then this video is also for you. You can hear my thoughts and how much I enjoyed seeing it in theaters with a crowd of other Chosen fans. It really was a good time, but without further ado, let's go ahead and roll that intro. That Jesus Christ was born. Now as for whether or not you should see it in theaters, I'm going to keep things relatively, I'm going to put in quotes, spoiler free, because, I mean, there's not really any spoilers, and this is going to be kind of more of a candid video, just more of my general thoughts, not too whole lot of editing, just kind of more of me talking, which is what the podcast is anyway, but, uh, so, well, first of all, the Chosen Season 4 official trailer is shown in front of it, which is super cool, it's definitely worth seeing for that alone, and it's worth seeing because it merges the, the, the Messengers and the Shepherd, and it has a new musical performance from Andrea Pacelli, who is a, a great, great guy, uh, not, I don't, I'm not saying I know him personally, but he has an incredible voice, and it's, uh, it has the monologues are awesome, and it's the musical performance that we all know and love. And like, it's just it's just the season of Christmas. So I haven't seen the Christmas specials since last year when I saw it in theaters. So maybe I saw it online after they put it on the live stream. I can't remember, but it's just great to to be in the Christmas spirit and to experience this in a room with other chosen fans. That's the bottom line. I mean, I really just had a great time. You know, being in a room full of other... I really am a big believer in the theater experience. It's really one of my favorite things in the world. I love going out to the theater and seeing a movie with just a crowd of people. It doesn't really matter what it is. I'm going to the movies all the time. And I know we live in a post-pandemic era where it's harder. It's harder for people to want to go out to the movie theater. And it's harder for people to get out to the movie theater just in general with accessibility or, you know, whatever limitations you have that might be holding you back from going to see something in the theater. There's People just don't go to the theaters nearly as much as they did before 2020 in quarantine, which is fine, but... I really am a big believer in the experience. If I'm going to go see something, if there's a movie that I believe in or something that I think is going to be great, I'm going to see it in theaters. I'm not going to wait till it's on streaming. I don't want to see it on my phone. I want to see it on the biggest screen possible with the awesome speakers, surround sound, and the most important part, you're being impacted by a story in a room full of other people. That connection, that bond that you form with the people around you is really something you can't get anywhere else. I believe movies and stories are one of the most powerful forces on the planet. I mean, this is something that stemmed from Jesus himself. With he, How did he teach? He didn't teach in sermons. Well, okay, he did teach in sermons. Uh, but what was a main use of, of teaching that he often used to teach to his disciples or the people listening? He used parables, stories. A lot of times he didn't just flat out preach to people, which he did obviously a lot of that, but a lot of times he would use a story. And that's kind of where this idea of storytelling, in my opinion, you know, if you're a Christian storyteller, as the Dallas and the Chosen creators are, really stemmed from Jesus himself. The, the perfect man, the epitome of humanity, this is where that stemmed from. He was a storyteller. So if we're to emulate Jesus and the most, he's the perfect example of a human, then we ought to tell good stories. And that's what the Chosen is trying to do. And they're trying to explore God and share the gospel and share an authentic Jesus and break down any barriers that people have from experiencing the authentic Jesus through story and a great story at that. So 
Anyway, I don't know where I was. I was talking about uh, the Christmas of the Chosen. So, yeah, is it worth seeing in theaters? I'd say absolutely. For that alone, that experience, seeing it in a group of people. Also, they have the Season 4 trailer plays before. If you didn't know that, they're playing the full official Season 4 trailer. I don't know when they're going to drop it online on YouTube, but it's playing before the Messenger, so you can see it in theaters. And this is a really cool trailer, guys. Like, I mean, it's super epic, super emotional, and it's worth seeing in theaters. It's a very good trailer. I was That's really what I was wanting to see in this, and I was not disappointed. It was a great... It was not at all the same trailer we were shown at Chosen Con, which is interesting to me. I don't know if we'll ever see that one again, because I really like that one. Uh, but uh, I guess we'll have to wait and see. So the Chosen Season 4 trailer is in there. And, you know, the monologues are epic. All right, guys. So if you haven't seen it yet, if you haven't seen the Christmas the Chosen Holy Night yet, you should definitely go see it for the monologues. I mean, Tyler Thompson, who gets a monologue, he speaks in it this year. Uh, it's awesome. I mean, he is a true, like, he does his research. He really is, is has a keen eye and a keen way of tying certain details together, all, uh, stories across the entire Bible with the Israelites, with them being in exile, with Moses, tying it in with these really awesome themes. I mean, he talks about the River Jordan. He talks about the Dead Sea. Amanda gets her the, – the first monologue is from Amanda. There's two new ones. Uh, it's, it's, it's really, really cool. I mean, it's, it's just like they're, they're, it's, it is just someone talking to you. They're just – it's almost like a sermon, not really, just someone talking at you, but it really is impactful because it's such a cool, interesting way of, of, of tying things together, and which is what The Chosen does so well, right? And it's with these monologues of, uh, it's just really, really cool. It's really impactful. It's hard, almost hard to, I can't like get into it because I couldn't say it nearly as good as Amanda and Tyler did, but um, it's, it's, just, it's just really impactful. And it's worth seeing in the theater. That is another reason why it's worth seeing the theater. The performance from Andrea Petrelli and I think his son, maybe, uh, was also really cool. They sang Oh Holy Night. It's like half English, half Italian, so like you can kind of get the words, but they're in another language. So that was cool. We're seeing for that as well. Beautiful cinematography there, and it's in Italy, and there are these vast, super beautiful landscapes. It looks awesome. It's really worth seeing for that. And it's worth seeing uh, the, the, the Holy Night uh, short itself. We'll get into that. Um, but I think that also works as well. I think it's worth seeing just in theaters in general. I think it's worth the experience. It's worth the experience to go see it in theaters. I really do. If you haven't seen it yet, you should definitely go check it out because I think it works on pretty much every level. And it's just tighter in general. Uh, the original Christmas special, you know, there's a, there's a few more monologues. I think there's maybe three monologues. Uh, and just it just condenses it a little bit. I think it, I think it is a little condensed in this version, oh holy night, or the holy night, as opposed to the messengers, which I think it does work a little bit. Like if you haven't seen the show or if you haven't seen the other ones, it does work a little bit better. It just flows a little bit better, in my opinion. Or maybe it's just because it's a little bit shorter. But it's just there's the episode flows pretty well as it's structured in the way that it portrays itself. Having seen the other two separately, I think it works cohesively. Uh, and I think, um, I think the, the monologues themselves, there's two monologues this time. Last time there were three, which the monologues are great. Don't get me wrong, but I think it just, it, it might've been a little shorter and I just think it, it works well. It condenses it nicely. It's a nice tight, like it, you don't get overwhelmed. That's for sure. It doesn't overstay its welcome. It definitely, uh, wraps things up very nicely. It, it, yeah, it, it works very well. So if you haven't seen Christmas with the Chosen Holy Night, Definitely go check it out in theaters. I'm going to talk into specifics here in a second. So if you haven't seen it yet, I would suggest maybe clicking off or going watching it and then coming back or maybe watching another video of mine on my channel. Uh, 
if you haven't before, if you're not subscribed, which you might probably are. Um, so I like it. I, I like the Tristan Chosen Messengers. I think it works well. I think it's worth seeing in theaters. Definitely, if you can't get out to the theater, you should definitely try your hardest to get out there because you're going to meet some other Chosen fans. You're going to have a nice time, and it's just good Christmas spirit. It gives a good feeling. Once you get the finale with Joy to the World, it just you, you just leave you know feeling very very good about yourself. <laughs> you know, it's like this is a hard time period for well, I mean everybody's going through something there somehow, and just a nice relief. You know what I mean? It's just a nice experience. It makes you feel better about yourself. So, uh, is it worth seeing in the theaters? I would say yes. And talking specifics, the episode itself, so they cut The Shepherd, which was filmed before The Chosen was even thought of as a thing, and The Messengers, which was filmed after The Chosen Season 2 had been filmed. They filmed it on the same set. So, does it work cohesively, the main uh, episode itself? I would say yes, for the most part. Both episodes are very impactful. I love The Shepherd so much. That was... Mine as well as I'm pretty sure a lot of other people's first introduction to The Chosen in general. I think three years ago, uh, Christmas of 2020 was when I saw it. I'm pretty sure that's when I saw The Shepherd. So I was, you know, I was, it was great. I thought I was like, wow, this is really good. And it is really good. I love The Shepherd so much. Um, it's such a great short film. And it really is. It does really work as a short film. And it works on its own. It stands on its own two feet. It's great. And The Messengers is a great um, episode as well. Episode television, it works very well. I think it's great. And the merging of the two, they think the story does flow very nicely. The only thing that does, like, the story does flow nicely. The whole, like, The Shepherd was filmed before The Chosen had a very big budget, or really any budget. And Messengers was filmed after they had seasons one and two, so they had a lot more money. So there's that contrast. That's inherent. And Dallas says before it starts that it's not going to be completely 100% seamless, which it's not. Uh, the color grading is a little different in the shepherd. It was just when it's daytime, it was it was a little jarring to me. I was like, "Whoa, we just switched." So it was. I, I, it didn't bother me. I'm not saying saying it. Oh, this is the worst thing ever. But I will say, I mean, I'm gonna be candid. I don't want to be fake. So, but it does. It's it's phenomenal. I mean, it's just awesome. Uh, once you get to the end where Jesus is being born, it works great. I don't know why they decided to cut Jesus being born and Joseph pulls him out twice. Um, but it does flow very nicely, and the overlay of the mo- monologue with Mother Mary when she's older, and kind of that how the, how that all plays out, how it it fixes a big critique that I had with the messengers, where I was kind of like, you know, in the shepherd we see the shepherd interact with Mary and Joseph, and we see the shepherds come to Mary's birth, or Jesus, sorry, Jesus's birth, <laughs> uh, and they're nowhere to be found in the messengers. So it does fix a major critique that I had. I was like, where are the shepherds? And there they are. And so it does, it, it, it finally, like, you know, to see them merge together, it's just nice in general to see because you watch the shepherd and the messengers separately, and you're just kind of like, hmm. well, in the shepherd, he interacts with Mary and Joseph, and he's there for the birth, and then in the, sh- the messengers, he's nowhere to be found. And it does fix that, and they do work together. I think it does flow and it's packaged in a way like the the episode we don't get a ton of we it cuts out some of the stuff in the future which i think did work in this episode's favor i think it did work in his favor that we didn't get as much about you know it was cool to see still in the messengers and it still works in the messengers itself we didn't get as much from the future time period which i think worked it was because we already had so much going on with connecting the messengers to the shepherd uh so i i, I did enjoy that i enjoyed the the episode itself was great you know, it's super emotional and impactful. Just both stories are so impactful. It really makes you feel for the shepherd character, Simone, uh, that, that I believe is the name that they created, who 
is you know just a likable character. You really you're rooting for him. You see his troubles, and just I don't need to get into all of the symbolism with the lamb having a spot on it or him being you know he has a limp, he has a crutch, and how his wound is wrapped with the swaddling cloth that Jesus was wrapped with. Like I don't need to get into all of that because there's so much really awesome symbolism there. And then of course at the end when the Pharisee says, "Have you found the perfect spotless lamb to give a sacrifice?" and he says, "You didn't see what he says, but." We know the answer. So, like that, that's, I don't even get into that because that stuff is already so profound and so awesome by itself. And it's very intricately, you know, thought out. It was made with passion, it was made with heart. And I think that's why it works. It's a clever twist. You know, it was the beginning of the idea that sparked the chosen to where we said, hey, we don't have to one to one stick to just what the Bible says. We can create, take some artistic, creative liberty and say, what if? really gets you thinking, get your mind going on what, what would this have actually been like. And I think it works to that degree, and that's what makes it so special and so unique and so awesome. Now, the other thing that I thought was cool is, is, is so it, since the messengers and the shepherd, they're two different, completely different composers. Like the show, shepherd was com- composed by Eddie Hoagland, uh, and the messengers was com- composed by Matt Nelson and Dan Hazeltine, who are the composers of The Chosen. So... Uh, and the and you can tell because the music is different because in the shepherd it's more primarily piano based and there's a piano chord that rings out for the main score which is composed by Eddie Hoagland, and then the piano is uh, for the, I think for the most part absent in any of the chosen scores because I went for a more Middle Eastern crossed with blues country esque style for the music which is really cool and very unique and art uh, creative, uh, so those are two different music styles though and I think. They did some rescoring on some of the music here to make it more cohesive, fit together, and I think it works very well. Uh, the music was awesome. It was an awesome. It was a very cool mix of the two themes because the shepherd has his very specific theme from that short film, primarily on piano, and then the messengers has their own with uh, Rumi Amafu. I think is how you say her name. Uh, whoever is the lady who sings, you know, Walking on Water, and you know is the main lady for the chosen that they rely on for the score for the most part. I think they did a nice job of mixing that as well. And the stories do work together. You know, when you see the, the angels calling out to the shepherds and then Mary and Joseph see that and then they, Mary is giving birth, I think it works very well. It's structured nicely. You know, it really does work together and it fits. The only thing that doesn't fit is the way it looks, which is completely fine. Once you get to nighttime, that kind of, they really do blend. I thought it really worked. I thought it was very nice. It was very well done. It's very professional and it's just so impactful. It always is. Again, I haven't seen the Christmas special since last year. So to see it again, you know, it was, I, I got emotional. It was awesome. I mean, it's just great. The Chosen is just, I'm so beyond thankful that The Chosen exists, that they're doing what they're doing, that they're making a splash in the television realm because I love movies so much and I love television and I love that we get to have something I have something that relates to my faith in Jesus that is also very good, well-produced television. It's just, it's such a privilege that I get to be, I get to even talk, you know, to so many other fans who love The Chosen just as much as I do, perhaps more than I do, Uh, and just that I get to connect with those people. That's what I love doing. I love getting to connect with other fans, and I'm just thankful that The Chosen presents that opportunity to do that. I've gotten the opportunity to meet so many people I never would have known without The Chosen and uh, just the opportunity to have it in theaters and we all get to support this and I get to be nerdy about it, like to be nerdy about a Bible show. Like, come on, that's that's awesome. Uh, the music is still great in The Chosen, The Messengers. It still works on pretty much every level. You know, like <laughs> the music is just great. These are super talented artists. It was awesome. 
to see them perform, and they just knocked it out of the park like they did last year. And that's the thing that, you know, the Chosen has to balance because, again, pre-COVID era, is are people going to go out to see something in the theater? It has to be really worth their time for people to go see something in the theater nowadays because it's much different than it was in pre-COVID era when going to the movies was just what you did. Now we have all these streaming services, uh, debatable whether they're under the rotting our brains and isolating us and making us feel all depressed and lonely and that kind of thing. That's another topic for another day, but um, the, yeah, to make sure people are warranting going to the theater. And in this, you can't escape the fact that there are reused stuff. Like this is repackaged and put out, you know, as a quote unquote new thing. And there are some new things, but majority is recycled stuff people have already seen. So you have to war- you have to warrant it going out to the theater, and in my opinion, it does. It might not be in some other people's opinions, but for me, it, I think it totally works. I think it was really cool, and I think I really enjoyed it. Which it's just super impactful. Yeah, I love music. I love television, movies as well, and I also love music. I just love art in general. Uh, and you know whether or not Scorsese is arrogant enough that he gets to decide what cinema is and what art is or not. You know that's. That conversation is above my pay grade, but um, you know what I consider art is anything that I, like like this that connects an audience. You know they're telling a story, they're impacting people. It's something that the creators are passionate about, that the audience is passionate about, and you know turning something like the Bible and our faith into something that is art and high quality art that is just again amazing. And it, another part of that is the music as art. You know music is also another art form, and it's something that the creators are passionate about and it's something that's impacting people. And the Andrea Pocelli uh sequence all you can do is just sit there and marvel at, you know, his his magnificent voice, you know, like his rendition of Old Holy Night was pretty spectacular, so that's worth seeing as well. But I'm sure you've already seen it, so <laughs> if you're at this point in the video. The monologues were so good. I always loved the monologues, and Tyler Thompson is just a phenomenal writer. I mean, obviously, we know The Chosen is, the writing is phenomenal. So these monologues, man, like, are super good. I mean, like, wow. There's so much in there about symbolism of the water and the rivers and that kind of thing. Again, I'm not going to even attempt to repeat anything of what they said in there. All I can think of was against the current. Mm, that's me. Uh, <laughs> I'm not even going to attempt to repeat anything that they said because I can never say it anywhere near as good as Amanda and Tyler did. But, I mean, they were awesome. And you know that if you saw it. And this, the the storytelling element they use, because, like, you know, we've all heard lectures before. Nobody likes to be lectured. Nobody likes to have, you know, somebody just talking at them. Uh, I don't know, I certainly don't. <laughs> um, so to have someone talking at you in a way that they integrate story into it, they they integrate, you know, they tie things in with the stories of the Israelites and of Jesus, and uh, there's a lot more science and molecules and elements on the periodic table than I was expecting, uh, which took me weird flashbacks to chemistry class. It was weird, you know, you really feel it in here, in your heart, in your chest. So all in all, thumbs up, thumbs down, I give it a very big thumbs up. I mean, this is definitely check it out if you haven't already. I don't know why you're making this point in the video if you haven't, but I'm sure you already have. And if you already have, be sure to let me know what you thought of Christmas with the Chosen Holy Night down below in the comments. What did you think of that season four official trailer? Hmm. Thought it was super awesome. And not at all the one that we saw at Chosen Con. I really did like that Chosen Con trailer. So I hope we do see that again. I hope that this trailer comes onto YouTube soon so I can do a breakdown and a reaction to it and all that great stuff. I'm excited to talk about it. Season 4 is right around the corner, guys. In about a month is the premiere. It'll soon be less than a month. 
that the premiere is happening, which is pretty crazy. It's it's a little over a month that we're going to see season four, and that's very exciting because season four is going to be pretty epic, as we all know, and it's uh, closer to we're about to cross the halfway point of the show, which is crazy, uh, crazy thing about. It's been a great uh, great ride so far, and we're going to continue it till the season seven continues or ends, whatever. Uh, so thank you so much for watching if you got it this far. I really, really appreciate your support. If you're a Chosen fan, thank you so much for watching, and thank you so much for supporting the channel. Uh, those of you who are subscribed, those of you who comment and all that stuff, I love engaging with fellow fans in this community because we have like the best community in the world. I'm very thankful to Dallas and all of the people at The Chosen because all the people work so hard to ensure that we get the highest quality stuff possible. And for me to get to come along and even be able allowed to critique in any way or share my opinions uh, or talk about how I feel about it and you know they actually listen that they are in tune with the community and what the fans have to say I mean it's just it's the greatest privilege in the world uh, and I love it so much and I love Christmas with the Chosen I love the Chosen in general I'm so glad I get to talk about it with so many other people uh, so thank you so much for watching I hope you'll check out another video on my channel if you haven't already if you haven't subscribed to Against the Current and the Chosen Podcast what are you doing friend no, we're not friends uh, until you hit that subscribe button and turn on all notifications so you can be notified whenever I come out with a new video because I'm going to be talking about so many things relating to the Chosen Season 4 it comes out in February and it's going to be awesome so you're going to want to stay tuned on all updates in the Chosen community and uh, next will probably be my breakdown slash reaction of the Chosen Season 4 official trailer. So be on the lookout for that. That will be coming very soon. And I'll see you guys in my next video. People must know. Mm -hmm.